Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thanks again for joining us on broadcast or podcast, however you choose to do that. Yesterday, we talked about and looked at God's Word for the foundations of love and authority in and through our lives. And it comes from the author, the truth of the author. That's where authority comes from, and it's lived out in love. They can't be separated. There's no better place to find out what these two extremely important concepts are than to go to the author himself. Now, let me say this before we move into today's message. None of this comes easy for us. If it did, we'd already be doing it. And as a matter of fact, so much of what we do, we claim we're doing it, but we haven't followed through with the author and his commands and his words and his covenant order. And so we're really doing it our flesh and calling it. I can't do that in my flesh. I can make it look good for a while, but I can't do that in my flesh. I need the Holy Spirit, and I can only have that through Christ. So I pray that as we move through this, that you will continue to remember that and seek the Lord and apply that in your life so you can see the Holy Spirit, the truth of God's Word, and His love coming through you. That's how He designed all this, and it's the only way it will work. Now, again, you can listen anytime at WJMM.com if you're not listening on the radio at 99.1 FM, Central Kentucky Christian Radio. You can also find more at loveandwardship.com. Plenty of videos and podcasts there. Or the Vimeo page, uh, love, uh, vimeo.com forward slash loveandlordship. Or the Podbean page for podcasts, loveandlordship.podbean. P-O-D as in dog, B as in boy, E-A-N as in Nancy, podbean.com. Um, you can also find it at WJMM.com, podcast tab near the upper right, and click on the Love and Lordship links, and you'll get today and the previous two days. I say that every day because we have new listeners, or it might remind you. So thank you for listening, and uh, remember, email me, loveandlordship at gmail.com, and we'd love to engage with you and see where the Lord is leading you and what we can learn from each other, and maybe you'll be a guest on the show at some point in time. Now, with that said, we're going to continue today with these foundational issues and truths uh, that teach us what it means to truly love and how to lead others by our acts of service and how we love them. While we can do some of this in our flesh and make it look good, as I just mentioned, God's Word has shown us and told us the author, the real authority, has told us over and over again that eventually our flesh and sin will show up our selfish nature, and not in a good way. So how can we make this happen? Well, first of all, it can only be done consistently and continually without expectation or return. That's what love does when the Holy Spirit comes into our life. Upon receiving and submitting our life to Christ as Savior and walking with Him as Lord. With that being done, by grace through faith, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, right? We can now begin to walk and grow in the key to all of this kind of truth in love is humility. How do we live out humility in the kingdom life? Well, that's the answer. Humility is the kingdom life. A prominent author tweeted a couple of years ago, maybe three or four now, uh, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is not thinking of yourself at all. Well, let's see what God's Word has to say about humility because it's so important to living out the truth in love. Any of you, like me, ever been humiliated by your own prideful actions? 
Anybody ever return over and over again out of stubbornness until the humiliation was great enough to actually learn from it? We get red-faced. You know what humiliation means, right? I could hold my hand up all day if you're watching the video. See if not, I got my hand in the air, radio and podcast listeners. How many of you would sign up for classes on humiliation? Right, my hand's down too, right? Easy to see why we avoid humility because we equate it with humiliation and we want none of that. But God's word says that he's a teammate of the humble and an opponent of the prideful. Now, now that's my language, right? But you see it in, uh, in James 4, 6, and 10, chapter 4, verses 6 and 10. But maybe even especially he's an opponent of those who practice false humility, possibly the worst form of pride. You see, experience or humiliation is a good teacher is not the best teacher. Check out James 3.13. Who wants to be humiliated? But we can choose the humility that comes from wisdom and make our choices based on that. How many of you want to be on God's side? Or let's put it this way, have God on your side, right? We all do. Humiliation and humility often go together, but there's a deeper truth that can help all of us personally and in our relationships. I've found that whenever I'm humiliated, it was because I was acting out in the flesh. But whenever I'm walking in the spirit, I choose humility. You see, as Christ followers, when we know what it is and how Christ modeled humility, it is something we will desire. Humility, rather than being humiliated and forced to submit or placed in a low position, is actually being truly confident and content in who you are in Christ and choosing to place others above self. Now, that's a game changer, folks. First of all, because God is on your side and you're on his side. You're not an opponent. You didn't take his jersey off and put the other team's jersey on, you see. Now, this was my private response out of respect and in humility to the author I spoke of at the beginning of this. Take a look at Romans 12, 3. We're not called to think less of ourselves or not of ourselves at all. We are told to think clearly and rightly with sober judgment, the King James says, I believe, about ourselves truthfully. Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine 39 says, we're to love others as we love ourselves. How in the world can I love others if I don't humbly know and love who I am? I'm not going to be very good at loving others, you see. And finally, John 13, 3 tells us that Jesus knew who he was, where he was going, and what his position was. Then he chose to bow down and wash feet. That's humility. He knew. He was confident and content in what was going to happen that night and on into his crucifixion the next day. Only when we truly know him and who we are in him can we take this position and put others above self. You see, refusing to know and accept ourselves as the author or the creator has created and recreated us to be in Christ, always trying to prove something can get quite humiliating. When I choose humility, no one can take that away from me. They can't take away who I am. And I can choose to place others before me by humbly serving them. All of us can do that. But we will only do it so long in the flesh, it'll come back on us. But in the spirit, we can do that over and over again. Again, check out James 4, 6, and 10. 
You see, love, authority, humility. Let, let's look at these from the life and example of Jesus and find out the huge difference it can make in our lives and relationships. That's what we're talking about, right? Christ stated that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, was already with the disciples and with us, for that matter, when he came to earth. And that it was even in our hearts. So what does it look like to live the kingdom life? I'm pretty sure the best place to start would be to see what the king himself had to say and how he lived it, right? So living the kingdom life, living as he did, in the authority of his love, hmm, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> in case you're a new listener, The Authority of Love is the name of our book. Second edition, name of this program, right? And the name of our book, get the second edition in the book. Remember, in his kingdom love, authority, and humility, let me, let me restate that so that I get it right. In his kingdom, love, authority, and humility can never be separated. And here's where we see this happening. You see, in our culture, these are separated, and we pay a high price in our relationships. In Christ's kingdom, they're never separate. Love, humility, service, authority, and lordship, even obedience and discipleship, and the blessings that go along with it all go together. In John 13, Jesus shows us what this kind of love looks like. In one translation, verse 1 says this, He showed them the full extent of His love. Don't we all want that? To love and to be loved fully? We, we need to pay close attention to what Jesus does next, right? In verse 3, we see He operated from a position of humility, and so should we. Check out Philippians 2, 3 through 5 for more on that to see where Jesus' position and decision are to be the model for our life of humility, just like his. He knew who he was. He knew where he was going. And as I said earlier, what his position was. And what did it look like? He ruled over and lorded over others. He told the apostles exactly what they had to do. And if they didn't do it, they were out. No. Verse 4 and 5 says, here's what he did with his love and humble heart. He got up from his seat took off his robe, knelt down, and washed his disciples' feet. His love showed up in his humble, confident serving of those who called him Lord. And it doesn't end there. In verse 12 through 17, he gets up and says, Do you know what I've done? I've set an example for you. And he starts with this. You call me master, rabbi, teacher, Lord, depending on your translation. Those are all uh, titles of authority. That's what you call me. I'm showing you what authority looks like. And a, a servant is never above his master. This is how you're supposed to do it. And if you want to be blessed as a disciple, you will go and do likewise. You see, in doing so, he showed them and us what love, humility, and authority are by serving others and sacrificing for them. Then he told them and us, again, I'll repeat it, as my disciples, if you want to be blessed, if you want to have any authority, You've, you, that's what you call me. You saw what I did. Go do the same thing. Don't lord it over people, regardless of your position. By giving a little bit, calling it love, and propping yourself up with false humility. Real love and real authority is the same thing, and it's found in humble service and sacrifice to others. This is kingdom living. And it's to be the same in our marriages and families as it is in our churches, our workplaces, our schools, our government. As Christ followers, that should never change because the authority, the author never changes. You see, Jesus said, go and do as I have done for you so others will know who I am 
and what my love and lordship looks like in and through you and to them and all who believe. You see, love and authority are inseparable in our homes, our marriage and families. Read Ephesians 5, 21 through 27. What does it look like in your marriage and family? What does it look like in your church? Love and Lordship extends from our lives, marriage, families into his church. 1 Timothy 3, 4, and 5 says, I'm going to paraphrase, but if you can't servant lead, lovingly servant lead your own family, how can you do so in mine? What have you seen in your church family? What about your example of true love and authority in our culture. We're to set the tone because we know the author. We know the truth. Workplace, school, government, wherever it may be. Let me give you a couple of quick questions here as food for thought as we close out. What has been your experience when it comes to authority? What about love, humility? Not only yours, but what you've seen in others. Action items, choose time to spend, uh, choose to spend time, I'm sorry, in God's word and prayer every day. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you and show you who you are in Christ. What relationships in your life do you need to be more humble and loving? Therefore, in true authority. What needs to change for your concept and practice authority to be like Christ? We're going to continue this theme tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.